This is Happy Monkey. This is Happy Monkey. How did you get um how did you guys get the uh QR code to be spray painted on the sidewalk? I would love to know like how I made that happen, what kind of service you use or whatever. Yes, 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 motherfuckers. We are in the motherfucking Happy Monkey Podcast. Yes, sir. And y'all know today is super special because we got the brother here, right? So y'all got to understand that this is special because this family, even before Happy Monkey, after Happy Monkey, all the good shit, right? This family, right? Mm-hmm. But this is also the brother who basically inspired me and Vlad to actually do the podcast, you know, so... Facts you know, of life. The show, the show. The show. The podcast. We got a podcast. We got taste tests. Yeah, 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 we got all sorts of <laughs> shit. We got yeah, all yeah, types of shows. Of Happy Monkey Media. Yeah, 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 right. So just so the podcast, you know, obviously Ralph, you know, Ralph is the spearhead of the podcast, you know, without Ooh. Ralph, but... but P was the person who pretty much like told us like nah brothers like y'all inspiration, told him, inspiration. it's time to I talk. I basically yeah. told his brothers the revolution has to be televised. That's yeah. a fact. This is what I told the brothers, man. The revolution has to be televised because I seen so much things happening in like, this one room where they have everything going, and my whole thing is like yo, the world gotta see this. And once the world see this, this was gonna make the brand what it is, man. Because you know everything right now is content. Absolutely. So again, like this is this is a person who we know. He's had, again, he's got, not even again, he got a lot of talents. This is a person who's been in a bunch of movies, who's acted in a bunch of movies. Not just been, he's acted in a bunch of movies. Directed some of them. Directed, fucking directed a bunch of videos. Mm -hmm. Um, How many, like, there's so much shit that you've done already, right? It's It's a a lot lot that you've done. He's directed videos, he's acted in videos. Movies and like real movies, not like a B-roll shit, like some shit that you see in like Lifetime or some shit. Like he's been in like, all sorts like of with shit. Like with Keanu Reeves type shit. Like yeah, that yeah, kind yeah, of shit. yeah, yeah, yeah. Even that shit after Lifetime, that got real checks over there too. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, <laughs> we ain't trying to exclude the checks. Shout out to Lifetime. We ain't trying to exclude the checks, man. Yeah, um, word, word. This guy's, again, man, OD hustler, entrepreneur, mm-hmm. uh, from the streets to the suites. Uh, to the studios, to Hollywood, to the boulevard in the Bronx. Um, Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah with my man, you know what I mean? Um, he's done so many things, and I'm, I, I couldn't be, you know, again, I'm very, very proud of this person because this is a person who pretty much blessed us as far as, like, getting into media, as far as podcasts, as far as mm-hmm. us coming out and talking because we mm-hmm. haven't even, at, up to that point, we haven't even come out on screen yet. It was just all P, you know, mm-hmm. people doing the media, everybody. We haven't even talked, right? This was like our first time, like coming type of shit out, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, P is so the person. If you want to add some more details, oh no, definitely. Man. I can add yeah. a lot, man. Yeah. You know, on, on on a deeper level, man. Like you know, aside from all his accolades and everybody who he is in life, you know, to me, you know, he's been my brother for like twenty five years. And mm-hmm. when we decided when we decided to take this journey, you know, I was a little 
I was a little intimidated, a little scared. I remember one time, my yeah, first public speaking gig, I asked him to give me a media training. He looked at me so, and said, so you he said, not no you. So not you, not you. So he gave me like a lot of the confidence that, you know, you guys see today speaking publicly. And then some things that Ramon left out, because he's a media renaissance man. He's done yeah. so much. He was the host of the show Fight Club. Absolutely. Which was one of the biggest shows in hip-hop. Biggest hip battle rap, yeah. You know Come on, I mean? that's um, the first battle rap show and, ever. And, 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 real. and the biggest yeah. to the day, because there ain't no other one that ended up on TV. And stay tuned for that, because you never know. That might be coming yeah, back to a theater back. near you. Yes, sir. But um, that's a whole other episode, a whole other topic. Yeah. But... um. But uh, aside from that, his latest venture, just to show you the creativity of this man, is International Goods, where mm -hmm. he mixed the exotic snacks, exotic clothing, and, and exotic shoe wear, you know, all in one shop. You know the what I mean? Exotic so it just, lifestyle. It just goes to show, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? His his shop is the only place where you don't need a passport to go international. That's or you just place. you just need the international goods. And we open twenty four hours. And over twenty four <laughs> hours, you know. So like I said, man, it's an honor and a pleasure to have our brother here, man, Mr. International, motherfucking, you already know, day one, as real as mm -hmm. they come. You know what I mean? Super creative. Yes, Mr. yes, Mr. Yes. International. What's up, what's up, what's up, man? I want to say, first of all, I'm very proud of you guys because you guys took this thing and ran with it crazy. <laughs> crazy, crazy. I mean, my niggas is on Forbes. My niggas is on Bloomberg. My niggas is... Listen, man, I always tell these guys, man, they, they, they didn't put in work. And we could talk about it, whatever, because whoever's watching, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But they didn't put in work in these streets. So I always felt like if if, if, if something was to come up on, uh, on cannabis and something was to come up about with that and if y'all wasn't the, the, the spearheads and the things running that, life is not fair. Because the work, I mean, these kids been out here hustling since 12, 13 years old. Mm -hmm. Like in these streets for real. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, to come, come full circle now that this thing is legal and everything. If y'all not the ones doing it, who else? You know what I'm saying? So I'm proud. I'm proud of that. I took all the advantages. I'm proud of the team, man. Shout to Ralph. Shout to Dave. Shout to everybody involved. Um, I'm real proud of the team, and I'm happy y'all doing what it do. You know, I'm always here to help with whatever it is. With whatever it is. Y'all work just begun. It just begun. You know what I'm saying? It feel like y'all yeah, 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 but it yeah, just, but just, it just begun because it just opened up. You know what I'm saying? But I really think, like, and I ain't even going to compare it to, like, a cookies or a jungle. I just think y'all... But if I had to compare y'all to that of the East Coast, and you know, you know how New York move, so <laughs> you know, what I'm saying that no shade to nobody, no other state, because I love everybody. But New York has a certain way of, of moving, and in New York, they don't get more real and more culture, more anything than Happy Monkey. Nah, thank you period. for those kind words, brother. So, um, uh, you know, um. Is there anything we missed out on? You want to reintroduce yourself to the people? Well, maybe, yeah, that's what we of, originally of, started. Of with. Other things maybe that we missed out on, and just you know, now, a little bit about yourself. It, I think y'all covered it all. I mean, y'all ain't touched upon the Coke Boy thing. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Shout out to French Montana. Okay. I'm saying my partner, he's my. It's partner. so it's so much, brother. So, it's hard. That's why I wanted to make sure so we ain't missed that. French is my partner in international goods. Okay. That's one and two. You know, I do a lot of stuff there for Coke Boy. Um, you know, creative directing. So shout out to Zay. Um, I do uh, I do a lot of that. We just came back from the Bahamas from doing the video. Um, literally, he li yeah, literally like we talking right now. Yeah, but just, came just came back, back. just came back. Um, and um, yeah, man, we got a lot of things coming out with that brand as well. Um, 
with the Coke Boy brand, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, get ready to see a whole lot of Happy Monkey, a whole lot of international goods, a whole lot of what's Coke what's Boy. What's your social media right now so we, people can find yeah, you? Well, oh, um, you? Well, it's, it ain't changed. I-N-T-L, I-N-T-L dot P, that's me. Then I-N-T-L-P goods, that's the store. Um, and then uh, you got Fight Club Studios yeah. also. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to um, Fight Club Studios. Still number K. one studio with a K. Still number one studio in New York City. We still have... That's another thing that I, I ain't touch on. Since... I would say since... Really since Wu-Tang, but I ain't gonna go back that far because I'm not gonna say I'm old. But <laughs> pretty much since... Since French Montana to Akon to... ASAP Rocky and um to... To even now, 504 and, and the whole Brooklyn movement and all that. We didn't have something to do with that. Like, every single one. If you was coming out of New York... Either you recorded with us, either I managed you, either even I did marketing, even Cardi, even Cardi, shot the Cardi, man. Cardi went platinum. She's the biggest here. thing out of New York right now. You, you know, know what I'm saying? Lie. And she recorded that Bodak Yellow right here in this room we got right there, you know. I'm we yeah. gonna we gonna put it in the screen, but she recorded right here in this facility. Ten time platinum shot shot the Cardi B. So we really been at the forefront of this thing for forever. And inshallah we continue to be there. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. A fact, man. That's so a fact. Mm-hmm. So, P, so right now, you know, everybody's uh, coming out of quarantine, you know, mm-hmm. the city right opening back, back up. So, you know, we all know, you know, like you said, cannabis just went legal a couple of months ago. Mm-hmm. You know, you being born and raised in New York and being the culture person you are, how do you see this summer unfolding as far as cannabis and just in general and, oh, and life in the culture? Well, well, as you put it all the time, this is the summer of love. I think, people, I think a lot of babies is about to be made. I think motherfuckers been inside for forever. And I think they're ready to come back out. A lot of babies going to get made. Um, <laughs> a lot of things that you took for granted. Yeah, yeah. A lot of things you took for granted um, before, people are not going to take for granted anymore. Like People know what it is like to lose outside. Like You would never fathom that you could lose outside. But now you know what it is. Mm-hmm. So I think... I think what this whole COVID thing did, it made the cream rise to the top, so to speak. So I think you're going gonna to have a lot of, like, innovators, a lot of, like, you know, powerful people outside doing crazy things. They had so much time to plan, mm-hmm. you know. Um, also, you know, hopefully, but also, you know, it's going to be a hot summer because, you know, also friends and foes ain't see each other. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, that's so, how that shit goes. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I think... I think going forward, I think everything happens for a reason. We can never understand why God does what he does, but, you know, we just got to follow what he does. And I really think that this is going to be a, 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 a time-changing, it's going to be, it's going to change a lot this summer. Like, stuff is going to change a lot. Like, like the things that are going to happen are going to change reality. Well, yeah, it's lit. I mean, shit done changed already, right? Yeah. So it's like, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. like... And, and and it's crazy in the position that we that we are in while this change is occurring, you feel me? Like we really in a position to drive culture. So like we have a like a big responsibility, you know, mm-hmm. to our audience, to to our patroners, to everybody, you know what I'm saying, to really drive culture, you know, the way it should be it should be driven. It's like you gotta open it's like all of a sudden everybody gotta restart, right? Like yes. like you could start from, from one, right? So and unfortunately, if you bump your head as many times as we bumped our head, we know how to do it right now. Yes. <laughs> Trial and error is always the best teacher. Right, yeah. best teacher. So, you know, 
I think um I think stay low. I think you know get with a team that's for real. Like you know I got my team and go hard, man. Cause right now is the time to get it. And then now uh, what I see, I want to know your opinion on it, Pete, because you're such a you know cultured person and you got a different perspective than a lot of people. Is that you know, um, a lot of the ways that are old are going out of style from, mm -hmm. you know, the people in power to the things that were popular. Mm -hmm. So you being the media guru that you are, what new trends do you see coming up as far as like media and music? Because it looks like it's, a, it's, a, it's like a whole new trajectory, well, a whole new wave coming. Well, I definitely tell everybody to get online, right? So like if you wasn't online, you was forced to get online now. So it made everybody take that seriously. And I think and I think that that's it. Like even if you do live events, it has to be broadcasted to the world now. Like there's no more like just like singular things. Everything is to the world now. And everything is on that computer. If it don't happen on that computer. I mean it was like that before, but now it's like that. Yeah, now people are really paying attention. Yeah, if it don't happen on a computer, it doesn't happen. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, but it's an upside to that too, because that means that you could literally be anywhere and and, and control your and narrative. Control your narrative. Yeah. And it and it makes the world it made the world smaller. Like in a good way. Like so I could be in Indonesia, you could be in New York, we could get on this computer and we can make something happen. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? If uh, if COVID wouldn't have happened, that process would have took mad more years. You know, this thing even forced my mom's online. All right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it's like it, it forced that. So you gotta, yeah. you gotta, you my gotta, mom had gotta to learn the that. FaceTime. She had to learn how to deal with the FaceTime. Well, you gotta, you know, here you that's go. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Like because that's the only that, that's the only way she was gonna see people. Yeah, that's how you gonna see me. How you gonna see the baby? This is how you gonna see the baby. So, so mom here learn how to FaceTime. If that if COVID would never happen, hey, my little FaceTime. Bang on the class. Right. Exactly. Come. You know what I'm saying? So so you being also P and you know. Uh, now, especially, you know, an innovator as far as the drip and clothing, you know, what new trends do you see happening now as far as, like, clothing? So, what's, what's, what, what do you so that's interesting you say that because COVID also changed that. Like, the mask thing became a crazy style. Like, I got one right here, nigga, the pool shake. This thing right here, one, this thing that makes so much money for me. But two, like, every a lot of things are mask-based now. Like, because mm. of the whole, and I don't think it's ever going to go back to regular. No. Because people are always gonna be paranoid, you know what I'm saying? So that's one thing that 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 trended in fashion. And then the other thing is everything pretty much in fashion right now is of the nineties. So if it was cool in the nineties, it's cool now. You know what I'm saying? Like everything. Like right now a Tupac t shirt from the nineties, like five, six hundred dollars. Yeah, used and all that. You know what I'm saying? So like like everything in fashion is heading there and now and then what's not heading there is more back to the futurist. Like if you see clothes now, like it's very, very futuristic. Like you got the vest with all the pockets, you got the you even got pants. You see how I'm wearing tight pants. Tent pants are getting bigger now. So basically it's either vintage or Jetsons. You hit it right on the nose. <laughs> you hit it right on the nose. Either vintage or Jetsons. That's what we that's what they doing. And then they mixing the vintage and the Jetsons together. <laughs> <laughs> It's what they doing. It's what they doing. And there's a lot of designer. Like like now, like I mean, New York we've always been on a designer, but I feel like because uh, New York music is so prolific right now in the music scene, you know, Dior, Dior, all that. Like so, I think 
luxury then came back into play. Like for a minute, it wasn't a luxury. Now, like you gotta put on Christian Dior. You gotta put on. You gotta be extra brand. fly in the hip hop yeah, joint. Right? International goods got, got me rocking the Ferragamo. That's international goods production. Yeah, man, you know, you need any exclusive, man. Any exclusive joint, you come see me. When they ain't got it, I got it. I mean, I mean, you're the only one with that jacket. I'm going to keep it. Oh! Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. Happy Monkey exclusive. Let me show y'all real quick. <laughs> Happy Monkey exclusive. That's the, you're that's the only one with that one. jacket. Holla at me, though. Holla at me. Like, we, got, we got some. I got, I got an Amiri that's a Monkey Collab available right now. Holla at me. Y'all heard me. Y'all heard me right now. Amiri Monkey Collab. Crazy. Listen, man, it's it, it's available. It's available. <laughs> nah, I like Ramon. I like Glass. Right, need it. But there's a big ticket on there, though. I'm telling you, it's a merry happy monkey, man. And <laughs> let's bring it back to the happy monkey world because now let's bring it back a little bit now to yes, Lil, sir, yes, sir. Lil Young International P. Let's bring it back word. to the Because we need to understand how this renaissance yeah. man came about, right? Yeah, now, yeah. Let's, now let's bring it a little bit now to the weed world. Uh -huh. So let's bring it back to... Young P in the mm -hmm. hood before college, because I know maybe he was, maybe, maybe, I don't know, I'm making an assumption. When was the first time P got high? Mm. First time I ever, yo, you know I designed this question too. Uh, <laughs> you know I designed this question too. Uh, That's crazy. Uh, Niggas uh, listen to my own shit. Listen, man, we so gotta, good. the things that you go to make good. you who you are, we so need to understand so how P came about, man. Let's bring it back so to the So the first time I got high, right? All right, so I, used to, so I got my own apartment really early in life. I mm -hmm. had my own apartment when I was like 16 years old, right? And my mans and they used to always smoke weed. I don't know how I ended up, like I can't tell, I don't remember how I ended up with the blunt in my hand. Cause I was but it like, was a blunt, but it was a yeah, blunt. Yeah, because I, I was against drugs bad. Like I was against drugs. He was on your shit, on your Reaganomic shit, Reagan on your Nancy Reagan shit. Yo, so bang, I hit the joint, you know what I'm saying, Amy. Before that, I think I hit weed before that, but it never got me high. Like, this shit don't work. I smoke, yo, bro. When I tell you the room was spinning, I swore that I was never gonna smoke ever again. Like, what, what is this? Shortly after that, and I stopped. I only smoked that one time, and I stopped. I went to college. And it was a blunt, you said, right? Was it was it some maraca? Was it some? Was it was some? Yeah. Was it probably some... was a maraca. I was in the Bronx, so yeah. it probably was some yeah, definitely. Back then, it could have been some good. That's what might have did it to me because the nigga I was smoking was like a Harlem nigga. You know how Harlem niggas be trying to get yeah. like flesh. Okay, so, so it might, might have had some brands in us. Yeah, it might have had some brands in Word. That's probably maybe spin like that too. So after that, I ain't try it. I messed with it no more. Now I get to college. Had a white boy roommate. And in college, you used to have to like read like whole books like from one night to another. 150 pages you gotta read. So he's like, yo man, if you smoke, you're gonna get more into the book. I'm telling you, man, it's gonna have you. And I smoked and it did. So I used to just smoke to study. Then it became like a weekend social thing. And then now, you know, eventually I'm a pirate now. Me, but that's my little trajectory with the smoke, man. But, and it wasn't until late. Like, so I was at 16 when I had that experience. And I ain't smoked no more weeks. I was like maybe 21, 20. College lifestyle? College lifestyle. Turned me out, man. He sent me more than trying to get me out the hood to do better. And I get out the hood and I go start doing drugs. Oh man, but it's weed, so it ain't drugs. Exactly. So you went and got medicated, baby. I went and got medicated. What college you went to? Syracuse. Ooh, come on. Syracuse University. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Shout to the Orangeman. Shout to the Orangeman. My man is proud of Syracuse. That's why I that's why I everybody that works for me is from Syracuse. I'm bad bias. Everybody that works for me. Shout the road. All of them, they all from Syracuse. My man over here. Oh, you from Syracuse too? Yeah. Oh, see, that's a dead goat. I'm with Rosemary. 
Two years, a year to a. Where you used to live on South Campus? Where you used to live? Where? Mm -hmm. I, I lived in Delplane and then I lived on Campus after that. Okay, okay. Syracuse people. South Campus. And I used to go, and then in the summertime, they used to have to hit me with the toilet bowl joint. We got a building that looked like a toilet bowl. No, for real, like a toilet bowl. Actually, <laughs> a toilet bowl <laughs> building. It's yeah. like a toilet bowl. Yeah, We're going to have to go to Syracuse, man. Shout out to Syracuse, nah, Syracuse people. Syracuse lit. Syracuse lit. Syracuse lit. Yo, P, so you being like such a creative, do you ever think that after you started smoking more frequently, like we help you, your creative process? Um, I want to say yeah, but I don't want to inspire people to go and go crazy. No, but it's about you. It's just your yeah, experience. Yeah, yeah, it's not. Um, it's ain't got to do with everybody. everybody I think. I do. think it definitely. It definitely get, gives you a creative edge. It definitely does something to your molecules. Where you're able to like dissect and kind of like focus more, I guess is the word I'm looking for. Um, yeah, definitely. The does. reason I mentioned it because you even said like when you was doing the reading in college, how it no, was it gets up. you concentrated. It gets you so no, it definitely there's definitely something to it. Like there's definitely definitely something to it that it definitely makes you look at the world through different glasses mm -hmm. than you would if you was if you were sober, you know. Um, when when I'm doing when I'm creating, I love smoking. But when I'm working and I gotta be like on point, I don't like smoking because it. It, it makes well me. Okay, everybody has a different experience. I know people work all day for me, but me, it makes me think slower. Like I think things slowly, which is good. But sometimes when you're in the midst of action, like my mom said, you gotta think fast. You gotta be in, in a New York minute, you know. And I and I and I treat weed. I treat weed like two things. One, to help me with my creative, but then also like a glass of wine and a reward after my day is over. Mm -hmm. So like, you know, somebody go to work all day and then go hit the bar and not, you know, after work, get it. That's how I kind of treat weed. You know what I'm saying? That's Unless I'm just creating all day. Unless I got to come up with a treatment or I got to come right. up with this and I'm just home smoking trying to, you know what I'm saying? I want to um, do something a little different. I guess I'm going to involve everybody in the room a little bit. Um, since P and you know glasses here, you know all little old school shit maybe. Um, let's all name maybe something like a old school like let's like a popular old school strain. You remember like one of those popular old school strains you like to smoke like maybe back Hayes. in college. Hayes you used to get it in college in Syracuse. Hey yeah. Oh, straight so up somebody had straight up town piff. I ain't gonna say how I got there neither. Nah, I'm just saying you got you got the piff. You got the piff in Syracuse, my G. I That's a long time ago. That like twenty years ago, my G. You know what I mean? We good. People never take experience. Piff in Syracuse, you know. I ain't gonna say I got there. Give me give me a old school. My old school one that I think's get overlooked and nobody told talks about a lot is tabla. When you had to get that tabla and you used to have to. It, it, it came compressed, little little piece of bread. And you and, and, and you had to put it in the lit, like in the in the in like the gum mm -hmm. aluminum mm -hmm. to 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 burn it so it could open up so you could throw it in your blunt. So that wow, 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 wow! I need one. I need one. Like it, it had a, like a very small phase in our, in our hood. It was like a, a in between, real quick, but. People kind of forget about it. Um, you remember Hydro? Oh no, Hydro, Hydro had a wave. Hydro, Hydro had a wave. Hydro right? had a run. So for me, Hydro was like the what was was the era where it was like that before between. it was the Haraka, the, the Chocolate Tide, the Hawaiian, all those different type of like and Mexican Hydro, Jamaican weed. And then Hydro kind of came and to that's this what, way, and that's and what kind of introduces to that type of like. So what we got now? Now mm -hmm. you're right. You're right. 
So like, yo, shit, like, oh, with all the white widow hazes and all that shit, sours and all that shit came later. Hydro had a had a couple of year run and it was rocking. Yeah, Hydro was that rocking. DC bug. Yeah, that shit was rocking. Take Hydro and throw it at you. I remember there was these females in my neighborhood that they had it in the bottles, the mm-hmm. in, in bottles or the in, jars, in the jars, in, in the, the jars. jars, in the jars, and that shit looked crazy. Like, that, was that was like the first, that was like a point eight for yeah. twenty dollars. But, but, but because of the, you know, <laughs> like like he says, everything <laughs> is visual. Yeah, it was just in those jars, in those glass jars, bottles, like in shit, the twenty. In Syracuse, they were charging they had it in the hood. In Syracuse, they, had it in the the haze, they were charging. Damn near twenty dollars for a point five point six. Yeah, man. I ain't no even doubt mad about that. that. Yeah, I ain't even mad at that. And then I wanna, and then niggas wanna break it up and put it in the in the white owl when that shit brought like this. White, white owl, white owl was a wave. No, but, but but let me say something about white owl. You have to be a rich nigga. See, if you wasn't a rich nigga, you wouldn't do white owl because white owl was burning <laughs> fast, man. It was a Dutch. He was a regular nigga. He was a white owl. He was a money nigga. He was, he was money. an uptown well, money nigga. Is it white owls in Philly? You had to be a money nigga. The Titans, money the Titans though. Well, no, the Titans was special. It was a Philly mad quick because because even niggas with the Phillies, they used in one paper. Like yeah, you said, you had to be a money nigga. Yeah. Money nigga, and then the money niggas they would they would cut it right. They would cut it before they left the block, and they would put it in their money. Yeah. That's how you get it in the club. Word, and word. it's nice and fresh. You rice and fresh got a money nice keeper fresh. You know, you take it out, boom, you crush your weed. Mm-hmm. You there, you smoking you your weed lit. in the club. You lit, you lit. lit. And back then it wasn't now it's easy. Niggas smoke weed in the club like nothing. Yeah, but before back you know then, you, you had, had to be somebody. You had to be somebody. And you have to hit off the bounce. Exactly. And you gotta kinda like, you gotta kinda sneak it in. Like, you gotta, yeah, if, 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 you survive, if you survive, you nah, didn't have no cigars crazy. on you. If you survived it, they let you day, rock. Two days ago, I went to the club. You know, I'm, I'm from old school, so I'm shaking. He go in my bag. I got half an ounce. He just put the, the joint. Yeah, here you go. I'm like, oh, oh man. Shit done changed. Change. <laughs> shit done changed. Shit done changed. Shit would have took that. He would have took that. I'll never, never forget my nigga I went to exit. No, before it was Carbons. Carbons? Okay. Carbons. And, um, and, what and street was that? 54th Street. That's 54? 56, 56. 56, 56. Yeah, it was just, it was exit. It was just yeah, a bunch of exit. 10 for 11 for something Exactly. And, um, I had like six hundred dollars and twenties and dimes to go smoking there, and they took all that shit from me. I was with Julio. Oh, you know, it was that tight. Shit killed the vibes. It was tight. tight, my brother. They took all that shit. He said the bounce is fine. That you out. And you know the bounce smoked all that. Yeah, it wasn't giving no passes with that shit. If you made it through, you made it through. Yeah, if they but, caught you, you, they you, caught you struck out. But the yeah. thing is though, that's not fair because I'm like. It's illegal. All right, so let me get my shit and put it back in the car. Nah, they, nah. Was, they, they was taking that. They was taking that. That's crazy. They was smoking that. They was smoking that. Yo, P, so we know, because we mentioned a lot of music accolades, what was the accolades. epiphany, like like you said, like Little P, that got you on that trajectory that you felt like music was something that... For was music? Be, yeah, for music that was going to Well, I mean, I kind of grew up with music, like... So I started. Talking about as far as like working. Well, that's when yeah, you started, so I started, started in music. So I started interning. interning yeah. yeah, I started interning at 13 years old for um, Shout Out to Gabi. Shout out Pablo to Cola, Gabi Acevedo. I started interning for him, and after that, I really looked back, man. After that, I knew right there that that's what I wanted to do. Like, I wanted to be in that action, you know what I'm saying? Even though at first, you know, he just had me going, get coffee and putting stickers. That's what my job at first was. I thought I was going to have a real job. It was really getting this nigga's coffee and putting up stickers. 
Um, but what did that, that, where, that did, brand, where did that put you at? Because that's what client, people need to look, know. Look who our client was. Our client was Pepsi, Levi, mm-hmm. Wu-Tang, Big Pun, Mob Deep, Exhibit, um, uh, um, uh, I'm forgetting, I'm forgetting uh, a bunch of other more people. And what year was this? Like, I ain't gonna say what well, year because I ain't gonna know my yeah, age. Yeah. But, but, but it was a long time ago. But what I'm saying is, <laughs> it was in the nineties. It was, the, if you want to say that. But um, uh, um, it was, it was, it was that that structure showed me that oh, cause see, I didn't know how to rap. I wasn't know. Mm-hmm. But that showed me like you don't gotta know how to rap. You can be a behind the scenes nigga and get money. And then what? And then what? Then what solidified it for me that made me say, nah, this all I want to do was really puffy. Like when I saw like a person from the P. behind Diddy. the scenes P. Diddy. be cooler than the rapper, you witnessed that whole transition. I said nah, I said nah, nah, nah. This P. is what Diddy. I You talking about P. Diddy. P. Diddy? P. Diddy. I said this is what I want to do. And then you know, um, after Loud, my little trip, my little trip, from Loud, cause Loud wasn't really paying me, but I was making mad money off of the shit. That Loud Records, me. yeah. Loud Records, they wasn't paying me. That I was, was Steve Rifkin and Gabby, right? Steve Rifkin and Gabby. Shout to Steve Rifkin, man, the father. Um, so. From there, they wasn't really paying me, but I was making mad money because they used to give us the CDs and we used to sell the CDs twenty dollars in school. Oh right? yeah, that's your thing, bro. My man, we hustling. Anything, anything, anything that they gave me, we had Levi's, we had starter jerseys, everything they gave me, I was selling. Right. From there, that street team was very popular, so Relativity gave me a job, like a real job. I was an A and R, I was an A and R promotion, A and R and head of promotions. So I was there, and I was, I was like maybe like now like 15, 16. Then in the same building oh, yeah, we had a little, the same building we had a little label that just started called Rockefeller Records. Mm. So I used to see these little record label that just started. Yeah. Yeah. So I used to see these niggas all the time, and they started with because they knew I, you know, I knew I knew the game from live, which live at that time was like that shit. Like it was came from there, like coming from working at the post office, doing yeah. the job anyway. Yeah. So I was working at Relativity, and halfway I was working for Rockefeller. So I would be running up and down. What you was doing for them? For Rockefeller? Yeah. Same thing. Promotions, um, you know, marketing, bringing people in. Basically, a more higher goofer than I was before. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I was learning everything. Um, I learned a lot of stuff. And it put you in the room with important people. With a lot of important people. But I ain't going to say, Damon Dash was mad cool. Jay-Z, he wouldn't even say what's up to people. Um, Later on in life, you know, I, I, I eventually got cool or whatever. But I ain't deserve to be cool with nobody because I was just a nigga that was learning. So, right. You know you what I mean? You was just a kid. You was just, just like, a kid. fuck it. I'm just making it happen. Just a kid. Um, my mom's nobody had went to college in my family. So I had mad opportunities in the game. But my mom was like, yo, forget about rap music. You're going to college. And that's how mm-hmm. I ended up going to college. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy because when I came back from college, all of my friends that I had left behind were all millionaires. That's well, all millionaires. Yeah. yeah, like if I would have still, it was all millionaires, all of them. But what it did for me, when I came back from college, my niggas um, shot the um, Big J, Big O. Them niggas had a, um, a studio, and they already knew I was like a little nigga that was involved with music. So they was like, "Yo, we want you to run the studio." And because I had all the relationships from before, I was able to guard other relationships, and that's how I used to keep the studio packed. Mm-hmm. And they know from their Fight Club happening, the rest is history. You know, I know the rest from there, but. Yeah, um, 
Shit. Well, the Fight Club happening, the movies happening. Yeah, yeah. We, we get, you, you go over things like they too lightly. So mm -hmm. we got the hip hop part, mm -hmm. how all that came about, how you ended up in Fight Club. Now, explain mm -hmm. to us how Pete got involved in Wait. acting at the highest level. So how did that happen? So that's that a real simple story. You make it seem like all normal. Now, yeah. like, we ain't going to do that. It's a real simple story. Um, <laughs> so... The, the Fight Club thing happened, like, we didn't plan it, right? We were just doing it, and it happened. Like, first day we did it, MTV came to us and said, yo, we want to we wanna give you our deal. But they come with some bullshit, so we ain't do nothing with them. We ended up putting out the DVD through Universal. DVD ended up selling more than 100,000 copies. And that made MTV come back and say, yo, we basically give y'all whatever y'all want. You know what I'm saying? I always like to, like, be prepared, and I come from that school mentality. Mm. So I was like, yo... I've never been on TV before. And they want me to host it, like... MTV, that's global. So I was like, I gotta find a hosting school. But there was no such thing as a hosting school. There was only acting school. So I went to, <laughs> so to acting school, and my, and long story short, my teacher ended up taking a liking to me, and she ended up putting me in stuff. And then Who was the teacher? Stuff, um, Drew Barrymore's mom, Jay Barrymore. Um, he want to make everything nonchalant like it's whatever. Exactly. Just and, Drew Barry's mom, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like and, we know. And, and, then, and then shout out to and then she sent me yeah, to another acting coach. And then she sent me another. She sent me to another coach that was part of the acting studio called Anthony Abelson. Mm. So I started messing with him. He started putting me. I think like my first time they sent me on set, like I got in SAG. Like I don't do a lot. Like the first time. Like if you take explain people, to the people what's how SAG works, so you know everybody. So don't SAG know. is a union for actors. And um, it usually takes people a while to get in there, but I was blessed, thank God, I get on my knees, thank you God. My first day, first day, like I was on the set, I went, and it's funny, right, because I'm on the set, they tell me to fill out this thing, I don't know how to fill out, you know, from the streets. <laughs> so I'm running around the set, see one of these, one white nigga, random white nigga walking through, I'm like, um, can you help me fill this out? And he like, um, he like, let me see what you got there. And, I, and he showed me how to do it or whatever. And, um, well, he, she told, he called somebody else over, like, yo, how does he do this? And then and he was like, he was like, you speak Spanish? And I was like, I think I said something to the person in Spanish. He was like, you speak Spanish? And I was like, yeah. He's like, how would you curse out? If you were out there, if you was like a drug dealer getting arrested, how would you curse out a police officer? So I started going, hey, my mama, go out. So, da-da-da-da. And he was like, yo, I want you to say that in the movie. I want you, I'm going to put you in the movie. I want you to say that in the movie. I'm like, I thought I was already in the movie, but whatever. Mm -hmm. They put me in. That was my first line in the movie. That was for a movie called Pride and Glory. It was with Colin Farrell and Norton. Oh, that's, that's a crazy. Pride and Glory? Come on. Pride and Glory. Yeah. So I did that. I did that thing. And, it, and from there, that was like my first joint. You know what I'm saying? Um, shout out to Jay. Jay paid for my sad card at that time. That shit was on like $1,200, $1,300. The sad card now is like $4,500, some shit, $5,000. Um, and from there, I ain't stopped. I got, I got with this agency, and I ain't stopped to this day. You know what I'm saying? Still. In the mix. Mm -hmm. My I, man Ralph one time, my man Ralph comes in one time. Yo! But you mean international people in movies? Like, yeah, Ralph, what you mean? Like, yo, I just see him get beat up by Keanu Reeves. Shout <laughs> <laughs> to Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves is a good brother, man. Like, I, I went into that movie as an actor, but they had me do a lot of things in that movie. They had me, one, helping with the wardrobe. Then I was, the, like, the guy on set to make sure everybody's speech was authentic with the streets. Then I had found them a couple of locations. And they said at the end, they were like, if we was to give you a credit, 
for everything you did, you would be half the screen. So this is what we're going to do for you, Pete. We'll give you co-producer credit. And he gave me co-producer credit. Shout out to Keanu Reeves. That's crazy. That's crazy. And there's only two, there's only one other co-producer on there. That's so crazy. So what movie's that? It's called, um, damn, I smoked too much weed. Um, it's called, um, uh, Movie with Keanu Reeves. You remember? Yeah, no, 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 no. Um, what's, uh, what's, what's, uh, this is good problems to have, ladies and gentlemen. You've done so much in, in life that yeah, you forget <laughs> movies, names of movies. Go to MindDB. Go, go to MindDB. Keanu Reeves. My man, he got beat up by Keanu Reeves, got co-producer to the movie, <laughs> and still don't remember the shit. That's how you can understand his lifestyle. Life is good. You <laughs> know what I mean? Um, give me one second. Give me one second. Yeah, hold on. Something Exposed. Like Exposed. Exposed. All Exposed. right. Oh, <laughs> so come on, ladies and gentlemen. You already know my man been in so much. Oh, he man. forgot the Keanu Reeves joint. Give me one second. Life is good. Uh, P, I'm really interested. I don't know you're a busy man, but I'm really interested, you know, I'm about to ask you the million dollar question. We ask everybody that comes on the show and you knowing us for so long, watching us from the beginning to the end. And I'm designing really the know. questions. So designing the questions. If you yeah. had to describe Happy Monkey in one word of the movement, the, everything you know about us in one word, what would it be and why? One word. Another catching me with one word. I'm not ready, my brother. I should have asked you that, yo, for real. It's all good, my brother. There's no right or wrong answers, whatever you feel, my brother. In one word. International goods. In one word. Lifestyle. Why lifestyle? I would say life, but I can't say life because of God. I'm a God for a person. God always Yeah, but nobody ever used that before. Yeah. Lifestyle, why? Because, like, once you could be from different genres, you could be from different things, but this happy monkey thing, this is a lifestyle. Like, you, like it's, it's like, it's like when we, when we did events, right? It'd be people from all walks of life. From all walks of life in here. All religions, smoking, all, all sexes. Religions. Oh, I mean, we didn't have we didn't have the young Kapoor's, everybody in here. <laughs> like, bro, it's just it's the lifestyle, man. It's like it's some people in the world that's happy monkey people, and there's some people in the world that's not. And that's basically it. Mm. And hey, you have it, ladies and you gentlemen. You're happy monkey type person, or you're not. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for those kind words, my Absolutely, brother. my friend. Thank mm -hmm. you for, you know, always believing and supporting us. Nah, being an inspiration. Always always being an inspiration. Always being an inspiration to us, you know, and, and helping to see things that we don't see in ourselves, you know? Because, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's hard for us, you know, where we come from to see, you know, um, you know how the world views us. And, you know, you being more worldly and cultured than we were before mm -hmm. we came out helped us a lot. You know, we appreciate it. Well, none of this is me. It's all God. And God put it all here for us. <laughs> bottom line, bottom line, bottom line. Because, uh, shit, I don't be knowing half the things I'm going to say before I say them. I swear <laughs> it's just him talking to me for real. Bye, P, everybody. Y'all already know, yeah. man. The highly charismatic, highly intelligent. Uh, 
highly appreciative of, the, of love, life, and God. Yeah. International P, everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, we gave you a lesson on New York City culture, yeah, man. fashion, cannabis, history. You know, my man brings it all, man. I hope today, you know, you got to really understand, like, the New York yeah, state of mind. Because I bit. think P is, like, the epitome of the New York state of mind in all aspects <laughs> of wild. the culture. So, there you have it. You know what I mean? We want to thank you guys for tuning thank in. Yeah, this ain't the first time. This ain't the you last time y'all see P. You know I'm going to be so, back over here. You know I'm going to be back know. over here. You know I'm going to be back over here. Mm -hmm. So, you already yeah. know, ladies and gentlemen, you're too, too blessed, blessed to be stressed. stressed. Things will get greater later. For now, checking out Vlad, P, Ramon yo, to the yo. next episode. Peace, love, and happiness. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Pow. What's good, everybody? This is your nigga Ralph trying to keep you fresh with the info from Happy Monkey. Every single podcast, you already know what it is. If you haven't followed us yet, follow us on Instagram at happymonkey underscore or happy monkey goodies now remember that's monkey with a u also if you haven't checked us out we're on youtube so check out our channel happy monkey tv keep us current live and everything with the culture